Hi everyone, Bert from Season Gaming, and welcome to BitCast 83. Hopefully you had a good holiday with Thanksgiving here in the States. With that being said, not a ton of news, but with the Game of the Year Awards, also known as the Game Awards, because I can't say it right, we're going to be talking a little bit about omissions that we have coming up for those categories. So a lot of uh, categories we're going to go through, and some of them we agree with, some of them we don't. We're going to kind of just share what we think could have been added in there. Next week, we're going to give what our predictions are for the Game Awards. And with that being said, with the holiday that has just passed, we're going to kind of share what we th we are thankful for in the gaming industry that's currently going on right now. So as I said, not a ton of news. So with that being said, we're going to talk to you about maybe some high-level news for some games that you may already be playing. And let's talk about the one that has been just killing our console lately, and it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So Season 1 is right around the corner. If you're listening to this in the middle of the week, it may have come out already. It's actually coming out on December. December 3rd. And let's talk about a few of the things that are coming in the Season 1 update. So first of all, a couple new guns. There's an LMG coming. Three new maps are going to be in the main playlist. I believe there is one in the um, ground war mode and then two in gunfight mode. Am I right on this one, Ains? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so there's so much little things on here. Um, the other thing that's kind of cool about this update is that it is going to be free. So if you have the game, it'll be available for everyone. So one of the biggest negatives from the Call of Duty maps in the past is some people had the game pass, some didn't. And with that being said, some people were playing on the new maps, and then some people were not playing on the new maps. So everybody that had the game pass, maybe were not getting as much playtime with those new maps, and then everybody that didn't care for it were still playing the old maps forever. So let's talk about it really quick. What do you guys think about the new model? What do you think about the update? How about the new maps that are coming? Yeah, so a lot of these are remastered old Call of Duty maps, which I know are some really fan favorite ones, especially Crash and Shipment, So, which uh, I know Dan was even waiting for as well. So you'll have to jump back on there with us. But no, I like it. This is a huge update. Um, they're calling it the biggest single drop in Call of Duty history in terms of multiplayer content, which it seems like it would be, right? Because it used to be like three maps and that was about it. Um, so you're getting a whole bunch of different modes and maps here. There's also three new game modes that are being added. Um, I don't really have the details on those. Um, but no, I like it a lot. And I, what I really find interesting is, and I told these guys earlier in the week, I was at a GameStop and they had an old banner up for uh, Modern Warfare that was been up for months. And it says right on there in big bold print, new content first on PlayStation 4, which is traditionally the past few years had been the case. So I'm wondering if the whole... Um, Spec Ops survival mode thing was changed at the last minute so that all the content could come to all platforms at the same time due to crossplay because it seems like that's yep. probably the likely scenario. So, what no matter what the cause is, I'm excited about it. I like that all platforms get the content at the same time, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. As you said, we've been playing the living hell out of this one, especially this week with the double XP. So it's been good. Yeah, man, crash. That's about all I got to say. That's your map. <laughs> yeah, that's my map. Yeah, so. Go ahead, Dan. No, no, that's all. That, that like, okay. That's my, no. that's my, map. So, uh, that's my jam. So for people that are familiar with the Call of Duty franchise for forever, pretty much, let me actually give you exact details of the maps that are coming. So Dan mentioned the first one, Crash. I believe that is from Modern Warfare 2, if I'm not nope. mistaken. First uh, one. It's the first one. Gosh, there's so many of the modern warfares. Um, then there's Vacant, and then there's Shipment. So people that like that tiny little map where you can get tons of kills just by camping somewhere, that is coming. Um, the two new guns that I mentioned, one of them is an assault rifle, and the other one is an LMG. And the assault rifle is called the Ram 7. The LMG is called the Holger 26, I believe. 
Um, and then Ains mentioned a few new multiplayer modes. So that is Reinforce, Gunfight, uh, CBP or something like that, and then Infected. So um, Infected might be like the type where the second you die, you become like a zombie, and then it's just the last <coughs> man standing pretty much. But um, right around the corner... Mail. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, and I haven't seen it, I think it was, like, in some of the uh, Forza games, where you can play the multiplayer games in there, too. Mm. So, uh, big, big update coming, like I said, December 3rd, so depending on when you are listening, might be out already for you, and once again, it's coming out on not only consoles, but PC at the same time, so everybody will be able to get to play that, and it is free, as we've said a number of times. So, a lot of fun happening there. Let's talk about the other, I guess, somewhat big news if you're an assassin's creed fan but um if you've not been following switch lately there's tons of ports that are coming from previous generation um and games that were cross-platform um and cross-generation actually as well so black flag um was a uh, cross-generation initially was available on 360 playstation 3 and then came over to xbox one playstation 4 at the start of the generation that one is coming over in december and then there's rogue which actually did not come to the next generation when it first came out there has been a remaster of it but initially was only playstation 3 and 360 and this is probably the the most common assassin's creed game that a lot of people didn't play but people claim that the story is fantastic on it and i'm one of those people that never got to play rogue i did try to play it recently but couldn't get into it um right away because there's just so much to play but coming to switch in december um i'm one of those people not for me but if you're one of those people waiting it might be for you yeah man it's it's it's, it's been such a long time since those released. yeah you know i mean and and to bring them to the switch i mean that's great for switch owners that have never played it but i feel like yeah i mean they could have focused their their work on something else, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you really can't play it anywhere else. It you just, must be able to play it, it on feels, your phone. It's just, yeah, it just feels like the ports have gotten a it's bit too crazy. ridiculous with Switch now. You're going back seven, six years, you know, and pulling out old Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed games that were 360 and PS3 games to bring over. Right, Black Flag, Black Flag was a great game, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I, I never got to play Rogue, so I'm just gonna keep moving on. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Ains, but um, wasn't Black Flag the one that brought you back to Assassin's Creed for a little bit, and then you took a break again after that until Odyssey? <clears throat> Is that right? It actually brought me into Assassin's Creed. I never got into the series ah, before okay. Black Flag. Yep. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, Black Flag was uh, my favorite for a while. I didn't love Ezio as much as everybody else did, funny enough. I'm more, uh, more of an Altair-type player, and I cared for him more. I didn't care about Ezio at all. I did play through them, but I did an achievement hunt like I did in the other ones, and then Black Flag came out, and it was just a great story, great game, great world. And then you had that awesome um, battleship stuff going on out in the oceans and stuff. That was a lot of fun. So, anyways, if you haven't played them, if you have a Switch, might be down your alley. I'm not sure if you're going to get the premium experience in it, but it is coming with all DLC in it as well. Um, and if you like your handheld and like playing on the Switch, pick it up. So, December, Christmas present, pick it up. Um, okay, next one, which is kind of a cool story if you're into racing games. So, Codemasters, which is uh, probably the biggest developer outside of Polyphony, uh, Polyphony Digital and the um, folks from Turn the Forza 10. series, uh, from Turn 10 and then the uh, Forza Horizon folks, 
Um, they are Xbox, PlayStation, and then the other big company that does all the big racing games is Codemasters. So there's uh, Codemasters is kind of like your big studio where they have smaller studios that work on certain games. If you've played the Dirt series, um, they do that. If you played the F1 games, they do that. Um, and they play they have a couple other games that are pretty interesting as well. But the big news here is that they have now acquired Slightly Mad Studios in a buyout. Now, if you're not familiar with Slightly Mad, they did the Project Car series. So if I'm not mistaken, there was a Project Cars 1 received okay. Um, they tried to go after the uh, simulator type fans. And then Project Cars 2, a lot better of an appearance, a lot better mechanics, systems like that. But it still didn't sell amazingly well compared to your Forza and your uh, Gran Turismo series. So... Big story here. Now the Project Cars franchise is under Codemasters. Yeah, this is big news, really, because, um, you know, as you said, you've got Gran Turismo and you've got Forza, and then uh, you really don't really have any kind of major-level competitor. Project Cars 2 was trying to get into that vein, but now um, with Codemasters previously really focusing on Formula 1 and Grid and Dirt, uh, they now have the capability of, uh, you know, bringing all this together and probably putting some more funding and some more development talent uh, to really build out a simulation uh, title. So this will be interesting. I'm, you know, we're expecting the next Forza Motorsport. Uh, I, I'm kind of doubting they call it eight, but whatever they call it here at the launch of Scarlet is when we're expecting it. But it'll be interesting to see if Codemasters with this new studio talent uh, brings out something in the early next generation that kind of goes for that, uh, you know, tries to compete because we're expecting uh, the next Forza and the next uh, Gran Turismo 7 is the rumor that that's going to be coming for PS5. So we'll see. Yeah, that's sexy, man. Because, you, yeah, usually you just, you know, all you think about with the simulation ones anyway are Forza and um, Gran Turismo. So it'd be nice to maybe consolidate all these studios that they have now and, you know, maybe work on one big... That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that, really that, go that, after it. Right, yeah, and, and give us a third, you know, entry into that genre because I'm, I love playing Forza. I love playing, you know, Gran Turismo. I just, you know, there's nothing else when I get to racing games because I'm not as big of a racing fan as, as you guys are. So it's, you know, I kind of focus on those main games when they come out, so... Well, and Gran Turismo's been, you know... Uh, that was was kind of a stretch on PS4 because yeah. they had Sport, which launched kind of light. It's become a br much broader game, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's taken years. So yeah. we'll see what becomes of GT7 here, hopefully, and early in the PS5 generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's now funny enough. It's like one of the most <clears throat> multiplayer game in the world right now. When they've got a series and everything for it, but it took a while for them to kind of get traction. <laughs> see what I did there? Traction? Yeah, no? All right, sorry. I'm out. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Take it into the pit. Anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gross. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> Codemasters picks up slightly mad. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, funny enough, Grid didn't launch as big as I thought it was going to, especially with all the fanfare that it had. I thought it was going to be a little bit better. I haven't even played it yet, um, funny enough, because... I guess I'm just not that interested in it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I, I liked all the grids a lot before that. Um, there's Grid 1, Grid 2, and then there was Grid Autosport, and now there's another grid so anyways codemasters doing a lot of stuff these days um big deal so we did talk about stadia last week um the news gets even better for you here so if you uh <laughs> didn't uh know that much about stadia there is a pro service or a pro membership in the stadia where you pay monthly um they did advertise that they were going to be giving free games uh, monthly kind of like games with gold or playstation plus 
Um, the games that they initially launched with, which is kind of hilarious, is Destiny 2 and Samurai Showdown. Those were the two games that most people got if you were the pro um, membership person. Well, we got some other classic gems for you here in December. You're going to love this, guys. So we have Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. So yes, the game that came out in 20, uh, 2006. No, I'm just kidding. Um, when did that come out? Maybe 2012. 2012, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah 2012, 2013. <clears throat> um, I think it did have a little bit of D uh, DLC and tons of outfits for Lara, so you get that on the Stadia. And the other one is the big one here, so this is the reason to get a Stadia, and it's Farming Simulator 19. So those are your games Sold. for December. Make sure to get that subscription in there. To who? You don't, don't, don't want to pass sure on these. Someone. Yeah, I'm just curious <laughs> on like what's, what's the demographic for that farming simulator? What's the demographic for Stadia? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean that too. But you know, <laughs> I, I don't know who plays that. <laughs> I haven't figured out. I haven't gotten to the bottom of that <laughs> fucking yeah, mystery yeah. yet. Do farmers play it? Oh, I, man. I, I, apparently, farming simulator is a big game. It sells a lot. Oh, it's huge, um, and, and people watch streams of it all the time. Yeah, so that's interesting, game. but. I like that we said pro members. Like, it's is it a pro membership? It's not a pro service. I'd say it's a pro membership. Pro membership. Yeah, it's called pro membership. Yeah. Yep. The service isn't pro membership. Pro. Stadia. I got not. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing here. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's cool. They're offering two free games, and they're not bad games. They're good games, I guess. Um, but I just, I, I'm still very confused by Stadia at this point. I just, I'm, I'm not getting it. I, yeah, same. The Farming Simulator 19 is cool. <laughs> it's kind of it's just it's hard to read the story put it together like on a press release and then be like this is awesome <laughs> or i can't even imagine being like a, a pro member and be like oh man what are we getting for december and then it's like tomb raider and farming simulator 2019 you just so, lost all three just, yeah, I mean, and you and these games are a couple bucks i mean yeah. you could get tomb raider yeah. definitive for like five bucks for the past years um <laughs> i just yeah I, I don't know i really don't know Yep. How about how about we move on from that one? Uh, that might be Bye, <laughs> that might be one to just move on. But if you're a Stadia member, that's what you're getting in December. So if you're yeah. a huge Stadia fan, you know, sorry, we're not trying to offend you in yeah, any way. Sorry, sorry, we totally just, offended you. If you're enjoying it, enjoy yeah. it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Play away with it. Okay. Uh, Death Stranding, one of the other big games for the fall. There is a patch coming from that one to address a few things. Um, the way this came out, Kojima mentioned it on his Twitter account. Funny enough, the patch mentions that are being fixed here is text size, which is a weird thing. I've, in playing Death Stranding, I have not once said, wow, that text is too small. We need to enlarge that. And then if you're familiar with the game at all, there's a lot of vehicles you can choose from. Well, today you can't dispose those and recycle them in certain ways. That is another thing that is being updated. Other than that, no other details have been shared on what the patch is going to be other than it is coming out in December. So expect a patch for Death Stranding sometime mid-December. Um, they had not mentioned a date whatsoever. So we'll see what the other patch notes are, and we'll report on those when they come out. Is the um, yes? Is the patch written and directed by Kojima? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> more than more than likely, yeah. there'll probably be a trailer that comes yeah, out. Yeah, probably says a that. trailer. We'll get the hype going for the patch. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, you know what though? I mean, it's gonna be the first patch that, that includes a cutscene. Like out of the realm of possibility is that? <laughs> you know, like, it's not. You're joking about it, but I could see it happening. Which would be awesome. <clears throat> we patched in additional cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had no issues with the text size either. So, and as far as disposing yeah, the vehicles, I, I just left them there. 
and then that's it. I didn't even know I could do anything yeah. else with them. Sounds just, brilliant. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> didn't do didn't do a lot of stuff with uh, vehicles either, so it's just really no. weird. I mean, um, I I've not run into any performance issues in the game to where there's like an no. automatic, you know, we need a patch, etc. Right now, there I haven't seen that at all. Um, yeah. I've not seen any hiccups anywhere actually with that game, so I I don't know what else could be in there. But obviously, there's probably something people are running into that maybe we're not seeing. So yeah. if you're um, not seeing topic, it, I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. I see just about everything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get signs done in, on that game. <laughs> so, um, okay, on the topic of patch notes. So another game that did not launch, and this is the opposite of Death Stranding you know, as far as glitchiness galore, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So regardless of what console you were on, whether you were on the uh, enhanced consoles or the uh, benchmark standard consoles that people may go for or have more of, the game was glitched all over the place. Um, there has been a uh, patch that came out earlier this week that addresses a ton of glitches. Um, there's actually maybe too many to go through here, um, but what I would say is take a look at the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, patch notes that have come out for this. It came out on November 25th. Um, just a couple of the small ones here. There were some issues where uh, characters were running through levels. There was areas where um, collision detection was a huge issue for people on certain planets. I did run into a couple weird ones. Ains, you had a funny one where your lightsaber was going through it's your awesome. leg and dragging I was through like a level. Just tearing everything apart, <laughs> including my own legs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, then there was uh, issues where people were getting stuck on bosses and it wasn't letting you complete levels. Um, I had a whole bunch of frame rate issues, and those do not appear to be addressed to an extent. However, I did go back a little bit this week after the patch to maybe do a little bit of collectible hunting. The game did perform a little bit better, but there are still a few planets where it just chugs in certain areas. And if you're on the um, base PlayStation 4 or base Xbox or Xbox One S, there are certain parts that you'll be running and it actually stops and it takes five to seven seconds to load in some areas. So I hope that is being addressed for performance. Yeah, I saw some clips of some uh, PC guys, too. The camera, when you go to basically spin the camera, it would pause for a second and then slowly kind of hiccup its way back, too. So definitely kind of weird issues all over the place. More optimization, as you said. Um, I know I think yep. all three of us ran into things with just, like, weird jump timing mm -hmm. and collision detection, just weird Oof, things like that, which yes. is a shame because the rest of the game was pretty brilliant. Right. It was. So. It's amazing. Yep. Now, I, and if you do have the ability to have an SSD on your PlayStation or your Xbox, make sure you put the game on there. It runs a lot smoother there. Obviously on PC, too. I mean, if you have an SSD, which most gamers have, you want to run from that SSD. So see if you can do that to improve performance if you're still running into issues. So um, that's it for patch notes this week. Um, we did want to share with you what the games with gold and PlayStation Plus games are for December. Um, and they're kind of all over the place. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold is not a good month this month. You have Insane Robots. Never even heard of that game. But I don't hear about a lot of games, apparently. Right. Um, Jurassic, Jurassic World Evolution, which is funny because um, I think it was E3 2018 that we were there. And they had an absolutely massive booth. Mm -hmm. But um, that, that's your Xbox One games. Your 360 games with goals are a to, uh, Toy Story 3 and Castlevania Mirror of Fate. Um, for PlayStation Plus, which is a great month for at least one of the titles, Titanfall 2, probably one of the best single-player uh, first-person shooter campaigns of all time, in my opinion, or at least for this generation. Um, and then another one that I don't know anything about is Monster Energy Supercross. Is it the so throw punch probably... edition? It's the pipeline punch edition. Yes. Let me get this straight. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Anything you guys want to mention on this? I, I feel like Xbox has kind of shit the bed when it comes with games with gold. I think they're all their gold huh. is happening on the Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, there's just so much to play that they're just like, huh, games with gold, whatever. It's been kind of poor for the past few months. Yeah, what, I, do you, what do you guys think on any of these? Jurassic World Evolution is not bad. I know some people really like that one. Um, obviously, that one. the say it again. I played that one. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, the standout here is obviously, as you said, Titanfall Two. But the only thing with Titanfall Two is that's another game you've been able to get for like five bucks for like yes. two years now. So it's not really, yep. you know, if you actually wanted it, it's not like you had trouble getting it. So yeah, pretty pretty lousy month across the board, really. But if you if you've been under a rock and haven't played Titanfall Two, go play it. Yeah. I mean, Toy Story 3, man. I, yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if with the uh, free game for PlayStation Plus, if there'll be more people in the multiplayer rooms. Because it was even mm-hmm. maybe a year ago when I logged into Titanfall 2 on the Xbox side, um, I was having a hard time finding games just from people not really playing it anymore. So kind of a sad story. But at minimum, try the single-player campaign. It's fantastic, in my opinion. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Um, one special shout out that I wanted to give, and this isn't really news in any form whatsoever other than the game is now another console, but if you haven't played Gris, um, was initially on the Switch. It did come out this week for PlayStation 4 digital only. If you are interested in a physical copy, you can get it from Limited Run Games for $29.99. You have to play this game is all I'm going to say. It's one of the most beautiful games I've seen ever in gaming. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing, and it's something that I think everybody needs to play. So... Check it out, $29.99, PlayStation. I think it was on sale for 15 bucks on Switch over Black Friday. But uh, I know. Dan, I know you'll agree with me. Well, as yeah. I said, Dan did the review for the site, too. So yeah, if, awesome. you, if you're yep. curious about it, review's up. Amazing right. game and definitely worth it. I'd like to see what they did. They did some enhancements, I think, with this one, too. So. Oh with the uh, PS4 version, from cool. what I understand. So yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm, here's, I'm here's the funny thing, Dan. To... Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I did not mean to interrupt you at all. No, no, no you're fine. I, I was just going to say, you know, I just, I'm just kind of curious to see what those enhancements are. Yeah, so here's the funny thing. I had my buddy over the other night on, uh, I think it was Wednesday, and he was talking to me about it because he said, I've heard about this game, Gris, and I was like, it's one of my favorite games I've ever played. You want to you wanna play it? So we threw it up on the big screen on the Switch, and it actually looks amazing. <coughs> so um, to your point, if they incre- increased resolution or maybe change HDR support for the PlayStation 4, or actually just have HDR support, it must look epic. So I, I did order it from Limited Run Games. The only problem is, is I, it, they're not shipping it out until, I think, January. So it's going to be... Uh, about yeah. another month and a half before I even see it. So, nice. Too bad. It does have trophy support also. Um, the 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 physical version. Okay, that's it for our news. Um, we're not really big on rumors, so we do have a special section in our uh, news area called the rumor mill. And we actually heard one of these actually last year. Uh, right after Resident Evil 2 remake was made that they were working on another Resident Evil and the rumor then was it was going to be Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Well now the rumor's gotten even stronger to the point that they're saying that this is going to be coming out in 2020 and we might even see a teaser for it at the um, Game Awards. So this could be a big deal. Um, We had actually speculated they're probably using the same engine as Resident Evil 2 um, and they're simply going to just 
port it over. And it's a lot faster uh, once you have that engine, once you have the tools to develop a game to simply do that instead of having to develop it from scratch like Resident Evil 2 Remake because that took a while to develop. But if this is true, I'm super excited. It's still not, I, I want to see Code Veronica more than Resident Evil Nemesis. Um, but I think it's still fantastic. I enjoyed this game quite a bit back in the day. I wonder what it's going to look like in today's graphics. No idea because I won't be playing it. <laughs> giant puss. So, but it's awesome. I mean, I, I really, I feel like I missed out on Resident Evil 2 um, because of my, you know, <laughs> kinda, you know, just because of my, you know, pussiness, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but I, this, is, this is great for Resident Evil fans, man, for sure. Yeah, I, the only thing like you kind of mentioned is, and I think we've talked about it before, this is cool and I'm sure it'll be a big hit. Um, but I just, I'm not a Resident Evil 3 fan. I didn't think it was that great. Um, I really wish it would be Code Veronica or uh, RE4 even in the new engine would be nice. Uh, I know they did the HD RE4, but the new engine is a completely different thing. So, um, yeah, I'd probably yep. be skipping this one. But I'm sure there's plenty of Resident Evil fans like, like you, Bert, who are looking yep. forward to this. Looking forward to it. I think, Ains, you mentioned before that you're not a big fan of the... One where someone's chasing no. you, kind of like, and uh, that's all like, this. Uh, ne the nemesis, nemesis is. is just annoying yeah. as shit to me. So. Yep, yep. So um, Resident Evil Two, that's one of the things that you kind of had a critique on as well. So yeah. I definitely understand how you might not be interested in this one. For people that did like the series, could be cool. I think we just need to see something. This was another when Resident Evil Two remake came out, people went crazy, and then at E3 once again, this had one of the longest lines for people just to see gameplay, not even get to play it. So that was one of the I expect this to be a good yeah. the whole police station at E3. Oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, and Sam. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yep. Number two on our rumor mill this week is that there is a new Crash Bandicoot game on the way also for 2020. Uh, the rumored title for this one is Crash Bandicoot Worlds. Um, it's also uh, apparently going to be teased, and this is actually a bigger rumor than uh, Resident Evil being teased at the Game Awards, but Crash Bandicoot is going to be teased at the Game Awards and released in early 2020. Um, it says to take a lot of inspiration from Mario Odyssey. So if you remember the different worlds you run into and all the different terrains and things that Mario does in Odyssey, this is another one that's come out. How did it come out? Where is it coming from? Well, there's been a lot of trailers that have come out with uh, Sony stuff uh, recently with all the mascots and everything. There's some new um, teasers in the background that people are claiming. Um, and then there's also a few tweets that have come from the studio that people are digging into and are saying that this is actually more true than false so once again just want to preface this for everybody we are not reporting this in any way whatsoever or reporting that other people have reported it only that it is in the rumor mill so confirmed. take that with a grain of salt we've been we've been burned yeah not confirmed no insider <laughs> action going on here um but we've been burned by rumors so many damn times like splinter cell how many times have we said splinter cell is coming three years now I swear to god it's gonna <laughs> be an e3 2020 i know it <clears throat> it's at the Game Awards. Expect it at the Game Awards. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for this one. Um, love Crash. If they do it in, uh, if they do it well, of course. That's the caveat, as always. Um, but yeah, I could see this being true. They talked about the success of Crash and Spyro remakes, and you know they've kind of hinted that they're gonna um, looking to do a new game. So it would just makes makes sense uh, to do that, especially now that these games are on all platforms because it's just much easier to recoup that development cost uh, with Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation, especially with the install base you have nowadays. So, uh, And then being Activision, of course, they'll just re-release it for Scarlet and PS5 and a remastered thing a year later. So 
Um, so a question for you on that, Ains. Um, yeah. You've you've probably played Crash more than both me and Dan. Yeah. Um, are are you are you going to be expecting a really difficult game? Because the original Crash Bandicoots were not easy games. No, they were. They were kind of actually a pain quite difficult. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's why the Odyssey thing's interesting because you know the Crash has never really been truly three D like that. It's kind of a two D plus. Um, which was good or bad, depending on your viewpoint. So it'll be interesting to see what they do here. I, I don't know. Some of those games can be pretty challenging. We'll see. I, I would assume if this is a new game for today's market, it'll be easier than those original games. Mm. Yep. All, all assumptions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I thought the nice. most I played Crash Bandicoot it was actually on Uncharted 4. So, yeah. You never played really? any of the game? I, I played it, but not, you know, I think I played it more on that game. I played like the first level. I mean, it's just it's just not one of those games that I enjoy. you know. The funny thing is, too, I have the uh, the insane trilogy. Of course you do. Never played it, it, but yeah. I played more Spyro. <laughs> I played lots of Spyro, but yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, and this is kind of brings this question. Everything seems to be not only in just game media, but also you know the the film media. And everything seems to be either a reboot. Or a sequel, mm-hmm. or some kind of remake. Yep. It's just it's like, where is all the original ideas anymore? You know, I, I'm fine with like franchises. You know, I love Star Wars and Marvel stuff, and you know, and I would love to see another Mass Effect, you know, game that's actually good. You know, so you know, but at the same time, you know, I also really am enjoying some of these new IPs, like The Outer Worlds. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, I love Control. Um, you know, a Plague yeah, Tale. Death Stranding. Uh, Death, yeah. Death Stranding, yeah. I mean, all these games, uh, really, you know, that's what you need. Like, something like Red Dead 2, I think is one of those exceptions because it, it comes out and it's just like, here, look at this. We've been working on this for 10 years and it's massive. And it'll change the scope of what right. we've done. Exactly. You know, but a lot of these games are just like, hey, Crash is in it. You know? <laughs> so, it's for me, it's just, it's just getting to the point now where I just want, you know, Get some original ideas. Don't ask me because I am terrible with ideas. Maybe so. we should go talk to Nintendo. We should. Wait, no, never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. <laughs> But no, I agree with you. I think that's why a lot of people are saying, you know, everyone wants this Fable reboot from yes. uh, Playground Games, and a lot of people are saying, let them make a new RPG. Yeah. Let them start fresh. I would be good with Fable if they did it to the scope of like a Red Dead Redemption Two. You know where they completely kind of change the story. Just it takes place in that universe, right? right. But completely new game, right? Just yeah. kind of completely, you know, something fresh, new mechanics. Yeah. You know, borrowing a little bit, obviously, from the old game, from whatever you have to do, you know, but something new. Like, yeah. You know, like Red Dead Two. Yeah. Sorry, Ains, did you remove the soapbox under Dan's feet yet? I didn't know. <laughs> Yep. No, he was okay. tall enough, just, just so I had to take it out. Sorry, yeah. that was Dan's Got rant it. for the week. Got it. I don't think you're alone Jeez. in that thought. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. Speaking of um, things that we need to see uh, less of or more of, let's talk really quick about the game awards. Um, so, if you're in the know or not, the uh, nominations that come out recently. The show is December 12th, so not this Thursday, but that's next Thursday. And we're going to shoot through these really quick, just the main categories. We're not going to talk about esports coaches. So uh, if you're uh, expecting us to go over that topic, sorry, not, not going to be us today. <laughs> so much derision. Um, but what we're going to do, 
is uh, like I said, so this week we're going to talk about simply what we think is missing from a specific category. Next week we will give our predictions as to what we think is going to win, and then we're going to give what we want to win next week. Um, but let's let's talk about this really quick. So we're going to scoot through these really quick. I'm going to talk about the nominees, and then you guys simply give me one or two for each one. So game of the year, uh, the nominees, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Outer Worlds. Dan, why don't you go first? What, what's something you think is missing from Game of the Year? I would take out, I mean, I hate to say this, but I, I almost like Smash Brothers and Resident Evil 2. Only because Resident Evil 2 is pretty much a remake. And and that's fine. It's a good game, and they did an incredible wait, job wait a in the here, sir. engine. <laughs> All right. But sir, I put in sir, A sir. Flight's Tale. There you go. For either one of those. Okay. I think that game, okay, so. even though it's a smaller game, is an amazing game. I mean, they did a such an amazing job with that game. So, okay, plagues tell for you, sir. Ains, what do you think uh, is missing here from Game of the Year? Um, you know, it depends on if we get personal or, or whatnot. I, I was going to say I've seen a lot of people say Plague Tale uh, should definitely be here because if yep. you look at these games outside of Smash, really, uh, which is kind of weird, but you've got more narrative here. I. I made a post the other day which got a lot of attention, tens of thousands of views, with most people agreeing with me um, in certain games that have uh, broader gameplay. So uh, for me, it would be Gears 5. I think Gears 5 deserves to be on here. It's definitely, from a rating standpoint, even higher than some of these games. Um, and then, you know, I think games like uh, that always get looked over are things like uh, Call of Duty and games like Borderlands as well. Yeah, oh yeah, those two for sure. Borderlands, yeah. Surprisingly, <clears throat> Borderlands is not nominated for a lot. No, so it's not. We're, 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 we're going to see that quite a bit. And uh, honestly, from a rating standpoint, it's actually a little bit lower if you're if you're purely going on like Metacritic, which we hate to do. I know, but I know some people look right. at that. Um, but if you do go by Metacritic, then you have to ask the obvious questions like, "Where's Gears?" Um, well, see, here, yeah. here's another thing, though. If you go off of Metacritic, you know that's you know, it, <coughs> say for like Death Stranding or Gears Five, uh-huh. there's hundreds and hundreds of you know 150 maybe you know reviews on there yeah. that go towards it but what you really need to do if you want to get down to it is kind of take the ones that actually nominated these games which is like 80 different sites i think like uh, uh like polygon or something like there's only a certain amount okay and then kind of take that aggregate and then see where you line up with i think all those other ones mm. i'd be curious to see where like gears or death stranding or something like that would land um, with just because they're they're the ones that have nominated the games. Yeah, are, they, are those sites like IGN Italia? You know, yeah. so it, I, I'd be interested <laughs> to see how that. But I have no time to go back and yeah, look I'm not at doing everyone. That. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. But I, I do. <laughs> okay. Real quick, I think the point of like Plague Tale it, is notable here because Plague Tale was not a big AAA game. No. Nope. Um, and yet, everyone who's beaten it—I won't say everyone—but most of the people I've seen who have beaten it really hold it dear and hold it in their yeah, conversation, yep. right? And it's a shame. That would be us. Yeah, yeah, and it's a shame. I'm I'm working through it right now, as you guys know. Um, but it's a shame that those types of titles don't get more credibility with these types of awards, right. which is what my post on Twitter was about. Like when you see all these the Game Awards, not just the Game Awards, but IGN, all those big outlets that do game of the year awards they they seem to almost always overlook the the a and double a games in those conversations yeah funny enough i think i just yep. saw a windows central article that said that gave a plague's tale um plague a, is it a plague or a plague's tale a plague a plague tale, tale. <laughs> i don't know there's not multiple plagues there's multiple plagues there's lots of plagues 
anyway, it gave that game the most like uh, overlooked game. Of okay. The year. Yeah. You know, which I guess makes sense. Yep. So. Okay. Big time. Well. Let, what about you, let, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, no um, for for game of the year, uh, I would also go with Plague Tale. Also, um, I, I think that needs to at minimum be nominated. I'm not sure if it should win, right. um, but I think it needs a nomination there. One thing that I have seen that the Game Awards do is like some of the games that we're talking about appear in other categories, and I wonder if they win that category, then they might beat out another one of the games that may be actually winning Game of the Year, which is kind of weird. Yeah. So. Um, Let's move over to next one, which is action games. So uh, nominees for the action game are Apex Legends, which I think a lot of people forgot about because it's at the start of the year. Astral Chain, which had a ton of press in uh, August and then kind of died out. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, to Ains' point a second ago. Devil May Cry 5, fantastic game. Gears 5, fantastic game. And then one of my weirdest games of the year, Metro Exodus. So... Um, <laughs> Action games. Uh, Ains, let's start with you this time. What, what do you think's missing here from action games? Yeah, so I think these are good nominees overall. Um, yep. <clears throat> I, I'm a little confused, though, because if you kind of go through and you look, they also have action adventure. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there's a whole another list of things, and it, it feels like some of those could almost overlap in a way. Um, yep. So it's, I don't know, that's a weird yeah. genre definition, in my opinion. Um, so, so would you say... Um, would you say this is a, a everything and the uh, nominees are good enough for now? Nothing jumps out at you? Nothing. I don't know if you have one. No, I don't I'm have anything really. like top of mind that really, yeah, that really jumps for out. For either so, one. So here's, like. he, here's the difference here. So action game, it says, for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. And then action adventure is for best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. That's the big difference between the two. Okay. Yeah, so, Borderlands Three is a weird one to put yeah. there. I mean, that's pure combat game, really. But I guess maybe the loot and worlds. I don't know. Yep. Not a lot of puzzles. Yep. No. But, you, but you could put okay. gears, I think, in this in this action adventure, you know, as well. You know, there's a lot of traversal there. What, 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 yeah. What's there puzzles though? I don't remember puzzles. Puzzles, not puzzles. No, no but there's no puzzles in Borderlands. I mean, no. Hmm. I don't know. About okay. Control. Well, let's um. Oh. Let's uh. There's a lot of puzzles in Control. Yeah. Um, there's, so really quick, so the nominees for Action Adventure, in case you're confusing, um, well, as you're listening. So Action Adventure nominees, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, and Sekiro. So this is kind of where I was talking about before. Let's say Death Stranding wins Game of the Year, but loses an Action Adventure to Borderlands or Resident Evil. Kind of weird for it to lose in the own, its main category, but win game of the year. And you're going to see as we go through these nominees quite a bit some bleeding in in between categories. So they better have that figured out when when those awards come out. So and anything on this one jump out at you as maybe puzzles? This is somewhere that I think uh, potentially uh, a Plague Tale could fall into. I mean, it yep. is action adventure. Yep. Um, but I think I think I think Plague Tale falls into um, a couple other categories, or it's simply just not nominated. Um, in action whatsoever, even though there's quite a bit of action in it. So yeah, it's kind of weird. It's definitely overlooked. And, and it, you know, it, uh, one of the big things that has been mentioned here is that Jedi Fallen Order missed the cutoff date by like two or three days or something, which is really yep. stupid in my opinion. Why? So did Pokemon, technically. Yeah, so, and why are you doing a cutoff in mid-November for the annual see, Game here, Awards? Here is my theory. You know, a lot of people are, are probably up in arms about the Jeff Keighley nomination with the death stranding stuff well not i'm not you know, talking I, about him no just no, no, no. I'm, I'm, this is what i'm saying just in general i think what they probably should be focused on maybe is 
why is the cutoff date right before two of the biggest games that's what I mean. released of the year? Yeah, that's, what that's I mean. probably a little bit more shady than everything else. Yeah. You know, I understand how the nominations work, but the fact that they kind of omitted two of <clears throat> well, Pokemon is the biggest game of the year as far as sales already, right? For <coughs> for the Switch. Um, and then mm. Jedi Fallen Order, which I think people knew was gonna be at least decent, but it surprised a lot of people and it's a lot of people's game of the year. Yeah, game of the year overall for yeah. a lot of people, plus lot action people. adventure it would be way up there too. Right. So yep. weird, weird. Okay. So kind of a weird set of categories there because they bleed into each other there. Um, let's look at art direction. So this one's got a few of our, our favorites. So you got Control again, uh, Death Stranding, Gris, which I was just talking about, uh, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, which Dan talked about quite a bit, uh, Sekiro, and then Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening again. So Art Direction, I, this was an easy pick for me simply on Art Direction. Anything you, you think is missing? No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, I mean, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Plague Tale. Well, yeah, Plague Tale again. Yeah. It's yeah. like playing Plague or Tale. painting it yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, again, I'm sure there's things I'm forgetting here that I've played this year um, that aren't coming to mind. But I, I honestly haven't played actually a lot of these. Mm. So, Yep. Well, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Dan, you said it's just awesome from a visual aspect, correct? It's so cool. I, I've watched videos of it, yeah. and, and it is. It's it's crazy looking. But art direction yeah. is a weird one for me when, I, when I you watch say, that game. I don't know if it's nominated for like the sound design and stuff like that but that's probably where i would put mm. that in there i can see where it gets direct or nominated for this but um it's it's probably top five top ten game for me this year but i'd be I'd probably going wow yeah. this is fine as okay. far as i'm concerned cool and not let's move over to, or actually design. uh ains you said <laughs> ains you said you didn't know because even a couple of those games and then dan was there anything you think is missing from art direction no i mean not that i can think of off the top of my head so okay Next one is audio design. Uh, so this is an easy win for me again. Um, we got Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro once again. Uh, I personally think Modern Warfare has got some of the best sound I've ever heard in a game, period. Um, Gears has got just some awesome sound in there. Uh, Resident Evil 2 also, awesome sound. You can find yourself hearing things going all over the place. Death Stranding, pretty cool sound, but I don't think this belongs in this category for the most part. There's nothing that jumps out at me from that game. Control, eh. I don't, um, I don't see anything missing here from my standpoint. How about you guys? Um... I was just trying to look up some games real quick uh, that were 2019, see if I forgot anything. The only thing with Art Direction that may have jumped in there would be Bloodstained. That game's freaking yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, that was nice. Um, so kind of been in there. But uh, back to audio design. No, I'm with you, Bert. Modern Warfare, I actually posted about that yesterday. If you haven't played Modern Warfare, its sound design is absolutely incredible. Um, I think they definitely stepped it up more along the Battlefield realm this year. Uh, Gears 5 was excellent as well. Why Sekiro is in here, I, I don't know. It's not a lot of them. Yeah, well, yeah, it is, um, which again can call into question of various things. But I mean, I've beat that game. I, there's not one time in that game where I thought, "Wow, this sound is amazing." And I'm like an audio. You know me; I go nuts with that stuff. Um, I'm sure there's other games that could be in there over Sekiro. Yeah, I think you know this looks fine again. Um, <clears throat> if it, this is this is just in-game audio and sound. This isn't like soundtrack. This is completely different than that. Is that correct, Bert? Best in-game audio yeah, and sound design. It's not yeah, soundtrack. So, so it's not soundtrack. Yeah. No. So that that yep. yeah, Call of Duty was insane. I mean, just insane. It the is. I mean, um, paint is nuts. And the the multiplayer, they still do an amazing job with that too. So 
Um, not to go back, I, I'm, see, I'm looking up games now, which I shouldn't have done, but one quick thing on action adventure, which I would add personally, is Division 2. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's gotten overlooked here. Uh, Anthem. <laughs> Anthem. <laughs> but Division 2, I mean, very popular game, sold a ton, it's highly rated, and uh, yeah. definitely from a depth standpoint should be considered somewhere. If Borderlands is there, why wouldn't Division 2 be there? Craziness. Good point. Good point. Okay, jumping over to family games. So, obviously, it seems like almost all these are just Nintendo games, which family is funny game. enough. Which, Yeah, so um, the category description here is for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. So, kind of a weird one here. Luigi Mansion 3. Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. So, what's missing here? So I'll, Nintendo I'll tell you what's missing, because it's not Nintendo, and obviously didn't get nominated when it should have been, damn it. It's ukulele. Huh. Um, the, that game is really highly rated. Uh, it's definitely up there with some of these, if you look at just the ratings. And, uh, in fact, I would venture to say it's high, it's more highly rated than Yoshi's Crafted World for sure um, and has been pretty much revered by most people who have played it but again I think it's one of those games because it's more indie it's not a big publisher team 17 I think it's just getting overlooked um, Ring Fit Adventure I, I, family game I mean I know you can do it as a are you passing around a fitness device and watching each other run in your living room Sounds oddly sexual to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, the others are great, right? Smash is a no-brainer. Um, yeah. Mario Maker 2, same thing. Luigi's Mansion 3 is awesome. Um, but I think definitely something like uh, well, Ukulele I, and Impossible Layer could have taken the place well, of like, are, Crafted World. These are more for like your family is playing them together so yeah you know I don't I, I don't like I guess Luigi Mansion has got some co-op. Um, it's got multiplayer too remember? Yeah yeah it's got the multiplayer yeah. too. But um, Gooigi. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I'm, I'm thinking like Super Mario Maker, Smash. I played Yoshi's Crafted World. I don't remember doing a whole lot of. And we, I think I could have done some co-op, and I just didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know what else would be on here. I'm trying to think of games that you know I could play with other buddy else, but they're all on Nintendo. You know, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> Okay, well, no big deal. Let's move on then. Um, fighting games. So this is an interesting one. A lot of um, fighting games this year. Some of them aren't even mentioned here. So Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So what do you guys think here? I don't know if anyone really missed I, I mean... That's all of them. <laughs> yeah, for me personally, Mortal Kombat 11 is, is the king here, but I think probably Smash will probably run away with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised that uh, there's no Soul Calibur here at all. Not even in the conversation. Soul Calibur six. Um, that was, was that, last year, wasn't it? Was that this year? Yeah. I thought it was last November. I thought it. Maybe it wasn't. Was it last November? Maybe. I don't know. Keep talking. I'm I'll, surprised. I'll I'm surprised Jump Force is even nominated. That kind of flopped pretty pretty poorly, actually. Uh, it's it's cool that the characters are there, but the overall gameplay is not very good. Um, I thought there was a Guilty Gear this year, but there's not. Guilty Gear is always one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. Soul Calibur Six was Didn't last not. year. Where's Gang Beast? Okay. <laughs> that Gang Beast. Way, I know that came out way last year, but that's an awesome game. Gang Beast would have been, may have been a, a family game. I hear that's yeah, hilarious. It could have been. Yeah. 
Fresh Indie. Okay, let's move over to uh, Fresh Indie Game. So, Fresh Indie Game, we've got ZA or Zaum. They did it backwards uh, here. These are developers on the top. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, developer. So, um, I'm just going to actually name the games. People are probably going to know the games, and then I'll mention the developers. So, Disco um, Elysium, Gris, uh, for my friend Pedro, which I can't wait to play. <laughs> Uh, for Outer Worlds, Wild. Slay Outer the Spire. Wilds. Outer Wilds always get those mixed <laughs> up. Uh, for Slay the Spire and for Untitled Goose Game, which okay, I was making sure that love. was on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, the only one that jumps out here, so I haven't played a lot of these. I've heard Disco Elysium. It's one of the highest rated games of the whole year. Um, it's so on PC, I, right? Yeah, I haven't played it. I did play Outer Wilds. I didn't get from it what others are, but neither people seem to love Same it. Here. The only thing I was thinking that's not on here is that one, uh, Oberdin. But did that originally that come out last year? year? Yeah. yeah. So they got nominated. Yeah. I think it out last year this. on PC. Oh, did it? It might have won this last year. Okay. Um, yep. Maybe Sayonara on Wild Hearts. I don't know if that really qualifies. Hmm. I would probably replace Outer Wilds with it. Um, Gosh, there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like Ashen. I think came out after the Game Awards last year. That could have been on here, maybe. Um, we had some fun Come with on that on. one. You did. On. Uh, I liked I did. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's that's all I can really think of. Maybe Void Bastards. That was kind of fun for a little while. Yeah. You know, I don't but, think that's up there with these though. Yeah. These are the ones. Yeah, that I think they yeah. did pretty good here. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care for that game very much. I tried to. I tried to. Um, game direction. Uh, a couple big ones here. So Control. Control's nominated for so a much lot. more than I thought it was going to be because no one was talking about it until the Game Award nominees came out. Um, yeah. Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds. So for me, I think A Plague Tale should be in game direction. Um, even though I wouldn't consider it in- innovative in any way, but I do think that the game direction and design was good in it. Um, what do you guys think? To me, this one... I don't know, this one's all over the place. Yeah, it is. Um, cause game dir- so that says, Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. So I could see Control, I haven't played it, but I could see Control, no matter what I think about the game, I could see Death Stranding being there, right? Um, Resident Evil 2, yeah. it's a remake. What, what are you doing? Sekiro... I wouldn't put it there. Um, Outer Wilds game direction? Yeah, I just don't easy. see it right. there. I think it's an excellent game, but I don't know if it really fits. But again, this is one of my arguments here, right? You look at these are all single player games. If you look at if you if you look at the campaign in Modern Warfare, you look at the campaign in Gears, the game direction and design in those games is it should yeah. be getting recognized more than they are, in my opinion. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take that. Um, well, independent games, too similar. Um, mobile game, we don't care about too much. So here, here's the fun one multiplayer game. So, multiplayer game nominees are Apex Legends, Borderlands, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, surprisingly, and Tom Clancy, The Division 2. Any omissions here, Ains? I know you're more of a multiplayer guy. Anything you think's missing here? This is a load of shit. Yeah, this is crazy. No. Um, <clears throat> well, nice to see Division 2 be somewhere. We showed up. Um, again, I think Gears is overlooked. Yeah. Um, Modern Warfare's got to be there. Borderlands has to be there. Apex has to be there. Uh, Tetris 99, 
Yeah. It's huge, though. Well, that's yeah, the thing. I know. I, and it's popular, and it's Tetris, and it's a cool new I way to play Tetris. hate Tetris. <laughs> so I don't necessarily think this is bad, but... So here's the other weird thing, right? Some of these not categories have like six. Yeah, that one has five. And and this only has five. So why wouldn't you nominate something like uh, Gears? Like Gears. Yeah. When it's such a you know a, a well-known multiplayer thing, especially considering you can do co-op and competitive multiplayer on it. So I don't know. Yeah. I'd agree with that. All right. Cool. Narrative, this is going to be a, a big one here. So A Plague Tell actually showing up here. It's about time. Con <laughs> control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and The Outer Worlds. I'm going to have to go play Disco Elysium. Everybody's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's supposed to be fantastic. It's like a 90-something on like Metacritic, I thought. I'm going to go buy it tonight. <laughs> He's not joking. <laughs> Probably I can are. do it right here, right now. Probably are. Um, narrative. I'm trying to think, uh, in all seriousness, I know that this may get laughed at, but and I haven't finished it, but Days Gone actually had some meaningful narrative uh, yeah. to me. I think mm -hmm. it had some characters. That, in fact, it's only because of the characters in the story I actually want to go back and finish it. Mm -hmm. I don't think the gameplay was revolutionary in any regard whatsoever. No. Um, but from a narrative standpoint, that maybe should have been talked about. I think Outer Worlds here is definitely deserving, but it's so different. Um, in the way it approaches narrative, that I, I that's kind of a tough one. I think, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't see a game like Outer Worlds winning in narrative because what they typically look for in narrative is a dedicated story that's being told, right? right. Whereas Outer Worlds is telling a story, but it can be told in many different ways. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I'm fine with these. I guess it's just like control. You know, I, mean, I love that game. I really had a good time with it. Love the story and everything, but I just feel like it's getting nominated for a lot. A lot. <laughs> like a little bit too much. Yeah. There's some cash. That's kind of what I was saying earlier, Dan. It was it's kinda of weird that uh that it came out of nowhere because if I remember this game, I played it back when it came out and people were saying great game, fantastic. Then the game went completely silent. I didn't hear anything from anybody anymore. And it's kind of like, uh, okay, I didn't know this game was going to get nominated this much. But Yeah, it's second only to Death Stranding in terms of nominations, I believe. Yep, yep. Mm. Okay, um, let's do a couple more of these and then we'll move on. Um, score and music, this is a big one for me because I'm, I'm really big into music and scores. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, which is pretty much a music game, which is kind of weird. Uh, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. What is missing? Hmm. I would say um, Revenge of the Bird King yes. should probably Jesus. be here. Jesus. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Score and music. Um, when did... Uh, no, that was last year. Celeste was out last year. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts Three Bird. Do you year. think that deserves to be on here? You're the Kingdom Hearts guy. I do think it deserves to be on there. Yes, from a soundtrack <coughs> perspective. Uh, sh should it win? No, no. This is a this is an easy one for me. Is it? What is? What's? What is it? Uh, Death Stranding. Is it? Is it that good? It's really good. Okay, cool. It is. It is fantastic to the yeah. point that I've actually downloaded the soundtrack. It's funny because that so, kind of music and, that's in it, I don't like. But the way it was, uh, it fit into the to the game. Yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna have to download it and check it out. 
Yeah, okay. and it, the funny thing, it is music I like, and it's cool to see that the way they implement it, kind of a yeah. little opposite to what Dan said, but it's the music comes in at these certain parts of the narrative exactly. of the game that make you just go, damn, that's freaking awesome. Yep, they nailed it. Um, Kingdom cool. Hearts is cool from a Japanese standpoint, and then Cyanide and Wild Hearts is just crazy, I bet. Um, Cadence yeah. of Hyrule is kind yeah. of a silly one for me. Um, what so, about uh, Plague Tale with its violin-y shit? I like the violin-y shit. <laughs> um, but... I would it's say good. if I had to pick, you know, I would say my number one, two are probably on this list. So I don't think that there's a whole lot that's probably missing. No, I'm just quickly. I keep quickly looking through this list to see if there's anything that jumps out, but nothing really that jumped out. No, and yeah, I haven't played Death Stranding, but I trust you guys on that. So, yep, it's it's quite beautiful if I say that in a weird yeah. way. Um, okay, sports and racing. Um, <laughs> I know you guys don't play this very much anymore. But uh, we've got uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, Dirt Rally 2.0, um, Pro Evolution Soccer, funny enough, they're on a huge rebound, F1 2019, thank you very much, and FIFA 20. So as you can see, racing has been just nowhere in the last few years outside of the Forza and Gran Turismos. Um, Grid completely not even nominated. So I, I would put Grid in the nominations, but not to win. How about yeah, you I played Madden. That's all I played. That's the only sports game I Madden. played this year. So, but I don't. I mean, well, I can't really say that it's better than any of these other games because I haven't played them. I'm uh, yeah. I'm asleep uh, at the wheel yeah. on this category. What about NHL? <laughs> no, no. Right. Didn't even no, buy it. This also year. surprised that um, the NBA 2K series is not even nominated. I think they've kind of been doing you know so much of the same old, same old. Well, and, so. and 2K20 this year has got roasted for their uh, microtransaction implementation. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, I would sir. say the show also maybe should be on here. Ah, knock one of those soccer okay. ones out of here because yeah. I did have a good time. Knock one of those soccer ones. Yeah, the problem is right. So, soccer's biggest in the world, and so they've got two soccer. nominations. So, question for you on that, Dan? Would you say that uh, the show's starting to get a little bit boring, kind of samey? The MLB. Yeah, or do you think it's still? revolutionary in every way i think it okay so i played last year the last year wasn't what's what's this year the 19. 19 this year yeah so 18 was garbage and so it was because it didn't really do anything more than 17 did this 19 actually implemented some new stuff um graphically it got a little bit better i don't want to i don't know if i want to say it's revolutionized it but they're they're like that one or two steps away from it being a whole new iteration of the game they just got to kind of figure everything out but I, I, I loved it. I mean, you know, I, I played quite a bit of it, and I miss it. Yeah, I have it uh, I have it downloaded, but I just haven't played it yet. So. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, well, let's uh, let's leave it alone, guys. That's uh, Game Awards. Those are our missions. Like I said, next week we'll actually have um, who we think is going to win, just not who we want to win first, and then we're going to do who we think is going to – or sorry, who we want to win in the categories that are there. So let's move on here. Um, Thanksgiving week. Ains, I'm going to start with you. What are you thankful for in gaming? Yeah, um, so I had a couple here. Mine are all over the place. Uh, some are really broad. So funny enough, one of the ones I was going to throw out that I'm thankful for, and I was really reflecting on the generation, not just like this point in time, um, is I'm thankful that the PS4 punched the Xbox One in the nose at the start of this generation. Um, and the reason I'm thankful for that is because it has completely defined uh, the future 
couple years and, and what has occurred. So the Xbox One has made one hell of a turnaround. Um, because they got hit so hard in the whole 1080p bullshit at the start of the generation, uh, that resulted in them bringing out the Xbox One X, which has been amazing. Um, and I think because of this uh, reintroducing the power struggle and the resolution has uh, is going to result in the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet not cutting any corners and instead really, really pushing the boundaries of what a new console will be. Um, and I think just reigniting that really passionate competition between the, uh, the two companies has led to great things. I mean, the Xbox has done a complete 180 this generation. Fantastic service and, and console now. And uh, like I said, I think we're going to see that from both companies going into next gen. So the only people that benefit from that, of course, is us. So I'm thankful for that. That's true. How you, Dan? Man, I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful for really games in general. Just something to get you... Don't cop out. Let's no, 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 let me tell you. <laughs> Let me expand on the said thought. All right. So, basically, you know, I went through some rough times this year. And I actually found... I did an article on it. Let's see if these and how yep. it helped me through it. That that these games are now... Not just something you sit down and you play and you beat it. You know, like I used to be with like Mario or Zelda and stuff like that. They're, they're starting to take on more meaning. And they're starting to become more of an uh, experience. Um, you're, you're starting to, you know, I don't know, kind of become your character a little bit more. You know, somebody asked me one time, Will, what, what was your favorite character in a video game? And I said myself, you know, because I can kind of go in there and kind of get away from everything else that kind of goes on, you know, in, in your regular life. And the games are becoming so big, so vast, you know, and so just engrossing that you can kind of do that you know and kind of take you away from your either mundane or your you know crappy life you know not that my life is crappy it's awesome but you know i mean just uh, but it, it, it provides that escape and i'm very very thankful that i have that outlet to you know go on and you know go crazy in a multiplayer game or chat with my friends or just get lost in a big giant open world game mm -hmm. so that is probably what I'm thankful for, and also very thankful for leaving Twitter. <laughs> so it's, a, it's one note God. on that real quick is it used to be years ago, right? The only game where you could really kind of take on that role in a game was our MMOs. Yep. That was it. Yep. Uh, and now there's so many games as a service like Sea of Thieves and many, many others. We're playing Red Dead Online, which yep. we're going to talk about. Um, it, it is really neat in that vein that you can find a community and like-minded people who mm -hmm. enjoy a certain game, and you can you could just escape to it daily if you wanted to. Yeah, even single-player games. I mean, even like certain games, even like like the Outer Worlds to a certain extent. You know, you can kind of become and do whatever you want because there's so much choice. Yeah. So many branching paths, and you can kind of, you know, if you don't like how you turned out, you can go back and do it again. Yeah. So, yep. Nice. We got? That's a pretty big. Um, I kind of feel like mine's lame now, but I like mine is. Um, <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like sticky joysticks on controllers. Um, no, uh, mine's going to be um, just the amount of quality games that are out now, um, which is kind of good and bad. So we always joke about 
um, how back in the day you would wait for that one game that would come out in the summer, maybe two games in the fall, and then the rest of the games you're playing throughout the year are kind of like filler games until those big games are coming out. Well, now we have massive games that come out almost every single month, um, and you have a backlog that is just crazy. So at any point in time throughout the year, you are playing something that is really well made, really uh, deeper production value, as you guys were just talking about, narratives are a lot better, graphics are a lot better, the quality of overall games are so much better. So I like that. Like I said, the negative side of it is my backlog is five, six games deep that aren't are still in their wrappers. Five, so um, we were... Amateur <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were talking with Ains this week on just the number of games that he's got installed or is installing or wants to play or just can't get to and then he gets distracted with other games as well and that's kind of something that you really take for granted these days because man back in the day and even when we were kids you'd have that one game all freaking summer and you played the hell out of a game that had maybe two hours of content yep. <laughs> and, then, and now you've got games that you can play for hundreds of hours um, <coughs> and there's multiple of those games you have multiple games that are five hours tons of those games if you want to play a shooter you have tons of options so for me it's just the options that are out there for any genre any type of gamer any type of console, any type of PC. Um, so for me, that's what I'm really thankful for. And to you guys' point, it's a great hobby that kind of takes you out of what sucks in the real world at times, and it really helps out there. Well, so I think I am um, thankful for that. Yeah, I think that that segues beautifully because one of the other things I was going to say I'm thankful for is Game Pass uh, as a service, just kind of coming up and and really expanding this year. And uh, I have played games I would have never played before. I'm, currently playing some games I would have never played and I've downloaded other major titles we were talking about earlier this week like Metro Exodus and Shadow of the Tomb Raider that uh, you know I can just download and play and if I get tired of them I just uninstall but they're just there waiting for me it's become a truly fantastic service and I hope we see uh, hope we see PlayStation now get to the same point and eventually in uh, 2039 something from Nintendo in the same vein well there's also Stadia so you can wait for that to come out thanks yes. Nintendo <laughs> waiting okay <laughs> so um we're running super long today but it's great discussion so um let's talk about what we're actually playing so uh, Ains, why don't you kick us off there your last person talking well this could take a while i'll just touch on a few things so yeah i finished jedi fallen order um excellent game and uh really really enjoyed that so um i finished modern warfare's campaign which again was excellent. Uh, really enjoyed that. If you haven't played it, definitely go play it. It's probably my favorite Call of Duty campaign. Uh, and then uh, we've talked so much about Plague Tale with awards and games of the year and all that discussion coming up lately that uh, I went back to that. I was on chapter six when I left it earlier in the year. And so I've been playing that just the past couple days and I think I'm on chapter nine or 10 now. So I'll get through that, but uh, enjoying the heck out of it. And then a um, bunch of other little things here and there, but um, Dan went and got me back into Red Dead, uh, Red Dead Online, and uh, I'm already damn well addicted back to that again. I think uh, any of our listeners know how big of a fan I am of Red Dead 2 and that world, no. and as soon as you start playing it again, it's like, it just sucks you back in. That world, I've said it a million times, it's unmatched. There is no gaming world that is more brilliantly designed than that one and it's just amazing to step back into it again and i'm already taking screenshots every time i play in and it's yep. just it's incredible but past few nights or days we dan and i have played a, a few times and i've already been like near tears laughing at a few things that have occurred it's just funny and fun and they've yep. uh, they've expanded it a lot so it's been a good time 
Yeah, that's, Dan, that's how about you? That's it. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that bad. That that's all I've played this week. However, um, you won't be able to see this. I just purchased Disco Elysium on my phone. It is installing on my computer. <laughs> so by the time you're watching this, I would have at least started it. Anyway, so Red Dead Two Online. I so I played a lot of the first one, but it was mostly like the co-op stuff with me and my buddies. This is like a whole different ball game, really, to me. It's just so it's the it's the whole game, and you do whatever you want. So I'm bounty hunting. I'm doing the trader stuff. Um, I'm hunting, and you know, just doing little bounties or just little side <coughs> missions for people. I mean, I, it, it just and their story missions if yeah. you want to do them. And their story missions, but I want to wait till I get at least a group of four because I don't want to deal with randos. No offense, randos, <laughs> um, but. It's just there's so much to do. I really am just kind of engrossed in the whole world, which I usually don't do. I usually don't, you know, Sea of Thieves is one that I did, but you know, then the, another game will come along eventually and knock it out, and this one is starting to do that. So um, I really do need to get back on Sea of Thieves though, because they got a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> oh, and if yeah. you are going to play Red Dead Online, uh, Twitch yes. Prime. Get it now. Yeah, there's a, a Twitch Prime benefit right now. It's actually pretty meaningful mm -hmm. uh, in the online, saves you some. Uh, some money and time, so check that out. Yep. Nice. Um, so I started playing Death Stranding, and I'm in love with the game. It's one of my favorite games um, in a very long time, and I've been playing that nonstop to the point that I have 37 hours in the game already. Um, yeah. And I'm You're mixing it in. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. you started it like four days ago. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. started it on... Thursday, yeah, Thursday. That's, so that's three days ago. Nonstop. You corrected me. Yeah. Damn, bird. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I got, I got my weeks all messed up. I forgot that this was Thanksgiving week. So I actually picked it up Monday. For some reason, I keep thinking that mm. that was Friday, but whatever. Okay. Close. So yeah, um, played it all week. Um, I'll probably play a little bit more tonight while this video is rendering. Be sure to shower. Um, but yeah, fit. yeah. I've been doing that just a few times. <laughs> uh, hopefully, waiting for someone to come in with me. But you know, it's not gonna happen. So. Um, but yeah, and then mix it in with Modern Warfare. So Modern Warfare, um, you know, just a fantastic game. They're always bringing something new. Double XP all this weekend for weapon and player. So that was just awesome to have another game yeah, we uh, went to pick nuts. up if you're not playing it. So, all right. With that being said, let's switch it over to Aves on Name That Name That Game. Name That Game. I got a good one for you. I think I got a good one for you today. Nothing too crazy. Damn, make sure not to look here. Uh, all right. You would. Why did I put this in such a small font? Maybe you need to get the patch. <laughs> it makes it bigger. All right, there we go. Okay. Guys ready? Uh, Bert's going first? Is that Bert's right? going first. Okay. Ready. This title, released in 2013 for PC, Xbox 360, PS3, Wii U, and Vita. Good it, Lord. <laughs> It later released uh, on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 as well. Rezogun. No. What did you say? Rezogun. It's a launch title for uh, PS4. Rezogun. Yeah. That come to three. That didn't. Yeah, that didn't come to uh, Xbox, did it? I don't remember Rezogun. No, it just. I don't know. Anyway. I was gonna say Doritos Crash Course 17, 17. but no. It would have been a little bit too early. Mediocier. <laughs> Mediocier. <laughs> Super mediocre. Um, 
2013. I put my mindset into that <laughs> for every console, basically. Um, uh, throw some out of the Crash Bandicoot. Crash here. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this this title is the fifth official title in the main series of these games. Oh. Crash Bandicoot Five. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was going to ask a question, but now I can't remember my question. Um. I have no idea. Panzer Dragoon. No. Porta. No. Okay. It's a Call of Duty Black Ops 5. Nice. Black Ops 5? Isn't that next year? <laughs> Solid. <laughs> I, just, I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> or uh, or, or l let, me, let me correct my guess here because this happened before. Call of Duty Black Ops. No. Nice. Okay. This will absolutely help you. I'm lying. Um, there are off, also offshoot titles in this series that were released for uh, I -O iOS and Android. Excuse me, I can't speak. Hmm. How about I, I'm throwing a clue out here. Go ahead. Is it a platformer? Yes. Okay. It's your guess, Bert. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, platformer 2013, Tomb be, Raider. Uh, no. I was going to say the next clue might be the longest clue we've ever written. It's like four sentences. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it took a while to explain this one, but it's a good one. Go ahead. I'm trying to think of a platformer. So, I'll ask a question. Was it re-released in the same form on the... PS4 and Xbox, or was it like an upgraded version? Uh, same, same game. Okay, so it's kind of like a cross generational title, essentially. Okay, all right. Uh, platformer. <coughs> Excuse me. You're fine. I'm half sick, guys. Apologize for the coughing throughout the episode. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's getting old. <laughs> man, I don't remember any of those. I'd hit mute, but then you know we'd leave mute on and we'd have no audio for half the episode. <laughs> uh, we gotta re-record that. Cameo? No, good game though. Not as good as it could have been, but it was still yeah, good. It could have been a little bit better. Alright, here's a fun, here's a fun clue. This game was officially unveiled for the Wii U at E3 in 2012, and at Gamescom that year, it was said to be exclusive to the Wii U. The release on the Wii U was delayed, until a simultaneous launch on the other platforms I already mentioned. It was so unpopular of a decision with the fan base that even the creator of the title was photographed protesting against the publishing company. That's hilarious. What yeah, you I think I should know this. And that, I, I, as soon as, like when you know the title, you might remember that. I, when I was doing my research, I actually remembered that news back then. What year was it released? 2013. 2013. Just Dance. 2013. <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> uh, platformer. It's a platformer. In a way. Yeah. Put really, uh, your platform shoes on. Right. Stand on a platform. Did you guess already, Dan? He did. He yeah, said Just, just dance. dance. 
I'm gonna go with Rayman Legends. Nice. Boom! Nice. Got it. That a, yep. That's the one. Told you it wouldn't be too hard. Um, trying to see if there's any other. By the way, go ahead. That game has a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Amazing. Both yeah. of them do. Origin. I was gonna do Origins, and then I switched to Legends because it was kind of a more interesting clues. Yeah. Um, Four-player co-op. Great game. Uh, 120 levels. It also had an end game, which was called Living Dead Party. Yes, I 100%ed it. Uh, mm -hmm. Had daily and <laughs> weekly challenges, and uh, if you guys were really stuck, I was going to say it was developed under the UbiArt label using the UbiArt framework engine, yeah. because there's like a total mm -hmm. of five games that have been made with that or whatever it is. Mm. <clears throat> but cool, you got that one cool, pretty quickly. Nice. So fourth clue. Nice. Maybe we won't get Medios next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you have, if nice. for whatever reason, I was, it also released for the Switch in 2017, Rayman Legends. Uh, that was a later clue. If uh, if for whatever reason you like platformers and have not played Rayman Origins or Legends, they're some of the best ever created, in my opinion. They're yeah, fantastic. Agree. They're great. A lot of fun. Okay, guys, so um, this was uh, th Thanksgiving week. Uh, did you guys pick up anything fun for Black Friday? Any gaming stuff? No, I actually tried. Really? There's nothing I... Oh. I own everything. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I almost bought... Um, I might still buy Greedfall. Oh, it's cool. it's uh, twenty nine ninety nine at Best Buy, and I have like forty dollars in credit there. I don't even know why I'm waiting. Let's do it. But uh, yeah, I may pick, <laughs> I may pick that up. Let's do it. What about you guys? Nice. I picked up a controller. No, I didn't get any. Or two. Oh, which one? Which uh, one did you get, Dan? The blue one. Actually, that's sport blue. And then also, yeah. uh, which was the other one? This I think it was the two sport ones because I have the sport white. I got the sport blue, sport red. I got the sport <coughs> blue stand. But I couldn't. I think the the red one was out of stock. I gotta go look for it again. Um, but yeah, but just more controllers. More controllers. Uh, like four more headsets. No, nope. Actually, it was uh, <laughs> actually it was uh, going through all of my headsets. I have a crap ton of them. <laughs> so if you ever guys ever need a headset, hit me up. You know, I can make you a good deal on several different headsets because <laughs> I've got too many. Gee, many Christmas. And I got the boxes. I never save boxes. Nice. Who has all the boxes? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick anything up from gaming at all, um, which is kind of a weird thing for me. I picked up, you know, clothing, which was cool. But <laughs> clothing. It's so easy to pick. It's so easy to pick up stuff online these days that it's no re no real reason to get the door buster because you can actually get some of the door busters on. And they'll be now, even cheaper so. three weeks from now before Christmas. So. Oh yeah, or tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Or oh, I did. Uh, I did buy a Cyberpunk shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. But CD Projekt Red was having twenty percent off on their store. So if uh, you're interested in Cyberpunk, they have uh, prints and other stuff that you can buy uh, for Cyberpunk up too. What what uh what store had children's clothing on sale, Bert? <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> did I miss that one? Sorry, that there's there seemed to be a breakup in the line somewhere. But I can't hear that, that does bring us to the end of our bidcast this week. Anything coming from you guys right around the corner? Anything new? Always. Something. I'm not. It's yes. Yeah, I've got nothing yeah. readily in the works for this yeah. week. Yeah. No, not this week, no. Yeah, which brings me to my next uh, segue here in, into the month of uh, December. So 
Uh, Christmas does land in a weird time this year, guys. It's on a Wednesday. Um, we're more than likely not going to be doing a bidcast on the week uh, weekend before Christmas, but we'll discuss it. See that they're going to be worried they're going to miss that one or the week after. So we'll get back to you on that. Um, other than that, you should still see bidcast coming out, obviously, tomorrow, which is the start of December, the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd is the one that we're probably need to discuss a little bit more, even the 30th, because that'll be New Year's Eve yeah. to an extent. So you can... But um, definitely catch you next week. Thanks for listening.